0: Welcome to this, the first edition of the Void Feels podcast. I'm Jax. And I'm Rocco. Void Feels is an interactive podcast where we're going to try and bust some stigmas around mental health issues, share advice and tips for getting through tough times, and we'll feature some of our music to hopefully help you relax and chill. At the end of the show, we're going to play some sounds which might be useful when helping you sleep. All the music in the show is listed in the podcast notes. We want this to be a safe place for you, so please feel free to send in any questions you'd like using the hashtag
1: voidfeels. We'll do our best to mention you on the show. If you prefer us not to mention your Twitter handle on air, just DM us instead. Search void with a zero, drop us a message and we'll keep things on the low.
0: It's important to remember that Rocco and I aren't healthcare professionals. So please be sure to speak to your doctor, a trusted family member, or contact one of the organisations listed in the podcast notes if you're worried about your well-being or safety. So this is a question from Samira. They've asked, how do you overcome the mental fatigue study cycle? For example, when you're too mentally fatigued to study, but if you take a break, you can't rest since you feel like you haven't studied enough, which stresses you out further and so on. Mm. I don't study personally, but mental fatigue does serve a big, big part in my life. What about you?
1: Yeah, no, I mean I haven't really studied but especially when writing mm. and sometimes our mood can affect that. So
0: it's hard when you've got anx- when you struggle with anxiety as well because that's mm. what messes you in your head. You feel like, Oh, I need to rest now, I need to rest but then your anxiety kicks in and it's like You haven't done enough. Keep I need, I need to yeah. carry on, yeah which is hard, I suppose. I think you really need to kind of just be confident in yourself because I feel like when I'm down or when I when I get an anxiety attack or I'm feeling depressed or I'm feeling low, I feel like if I'm self-assured in my own thoughts, mm. you kind of have to convince yourself that you're OK or yeah. that you're, you've are you studied enough. It's like having that like kind of self-confidence.
1: Yeah, self-confidence. And I think also for this certain question, if it is studying, then maybe just go over what you have done and go, you know what, I've done this much, I'm all right, I've done really well for what I mentally can handle right now. Look over it and go, you know what, this is a dope piece of work and I'm happy with it, I'll come yeah. back and work back on another day.
0: I don't think um, overstudying helps at all. No. I think you just forget no, everything.
1: No. Yeah, because you're, you're pressuring, you're going, come on, come on, I've got to learn this, I've got to do this.
0: I think when I, I did study, what helped me was um, flashcards. Did you ever do that? Like you write stuff down on flashcards. You like compartmentalize everything and um make it smaller, like reduce it into paragraphs, and then you've just got cards that you just swip, good flip between. Then all the main stuff you need to know is there. And it's That's just good. it's lighter work in it. You can sit there, just chill. Bite size bits. Yeah, exactly, yeah. bite size. Exactly That's a good.
1: good way around it. I would just think to get over it, take yourself away from that certain situation, probably look back at what you've done and you like you said, the study cards. That might make the work easier, but I would just say don't stress, like...
0: I don't think schools help, though, do they? No. There's so much pressure put on these exams. Yeah. And it just... This is the cycle. It's a bigger cycle than just mental fatigue, in it? Yeah. It's like the kid goes to school, gets tired from going to school. They get told to do more work. Yeah. They have to go home. you got they get teachers told teachers on your case. Yeah, they get told that if they don't do well in their exams, that's them done for life.
1: When that's the total opposite. When that's, opposite. like,
0: rubbish. You keep going, Samira. You keep going. Yeah. You'll smash it. We have faith in you.
1: You'll be fine, trust me.
0: OK, so the next question is from Marty. What do you think about the romanticization of mental health illness? What do you think? I'd swear, but I can't swear.
1: Um, To be honest, it makes me so angry. I mean, there's obviously people out there, celebrities and non-celebrities, that suffer mega bad from it Mm. and i'm not saying that they don't but it's hard to tell from who actually has it and has it now i mean i do believe that in some way most people do have some sort of mental illness but people are using it as a fashion statement now (laughs) yeah it's
0: not it's not like a belt you can just put around your waist or like a jacket no. That's what's annoying though. But I don't think media or, or outlets help really. No. Kids look, kids are all over social media and they look at people and they think it's cool yeah. to, to be like that. But it's really not cool. That's when you get people saying, like questioning that, are you actually depressed or are you just pretending? Yeah,
1: yeah, they're just like, oh go and shove it off. Yes,
0: Well yeah and then that's when suicide happens because people are told that your mental illness does not exist and then yeah. that's when they feel isolated and alone and that's when people unfortunately choose to end it.
1: People think mental health, right, they go, oh, he must be sad all the time. Like, he's not crying, he doesn't have mental health. It's not like that. Like, some days you might be high as a kite and you might not think of a a low moment in that day at all. And then because you're not down for that one day, Mm. everyone's going to be like, you don't have depression. But inside, you're feeling all right right now, but you might go home later and go, oh, my God, I just... You might have put on a front that day and you've got to go home and you're like... Oh, my God, that's it. I don't even know how we got to the point where people romanticise
0: about it. Like, what's cool no. about it? There's nothing that's cool about no. it. So why do people think it's cool? I don't understand at what point someone said something and and people have decided that it's a cool thing.
1: I think some people just want to be like, I want to tell a story about my life and I want to seem like I've gone through stuff so that makes them look stronger. But... I
0: know, but then it's hard because you can't distinguish. Mm. The, the issue is the stigmas we want to break are, are the stigmas surrounding like people being open. How do you distinguish? You can't question people. If they come to you and say it, you can't question them. So how do you even know? It's, it's impossible to even think about that. I don't know. Basically, we both think that the romanticisation of mental illness is, is crap.
1: You, you will never know, yeah. unfortunately, but you've got to just kind of stay in your lane and, you know, if you're going through it, stick at it because you're going to get through it and the people that are just faking it, then you can literally just... I don't even want to say the word, but... If, if you're dealing with it or you're battling with it, I don't think people worry about people thinking it's
0: real, it's happening.
1: No, because you're so in it. You, yeah, exactly. You, you're, you're, you're numb. Rude. You're numb about everything. Yeah.
0: Right, the next part of the question, what are your expectations on the next album? This is from Marty still. Be the first album. Yeah, well... We did a tape, we did a mixtape.
1: That was a relaxation, 16-minute vibe. Mm.
0: Just honesty. I think that's a key word. hmm Honesty. And I think what's good with us is because we've got an independent publisher, we're not constricted to any kind of we're not pigeonhole.
1: People, yeah, going, You gotta sound like this. Yeah,
0: we can do whatever we want. And that's what brings the best out in us, I think, that freedom. So yeah. I'm I'm excited about that. We've got quite a few tracks ready. Just need to get it accumulated and on the go. But it's exciting. And
1: they're all different vibes.
0: All is. different vibes. We've got like heavy metal screamo, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've got some operatic trap music. We've got some disco for all those. Um, we
0: should do a disco track though.
1: I think one of the outros has got some a bit of disco on it.
0: Oh, in all seriousness though, there is drum and bass though, isn't there?
1: A little bit. <laughs> There's
0: a little bit of drum <laughs> We've
1: got another question from Laffy. They've asked, What are your favourite cereals? And if you could, what would you tell your 14 year old self? I so mean, let's
0: split this in half. We'll yeah. go cereal first because obviously that's part. the most important part of this whole podcast. Yeah. The cereal.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> okay. Let's do it this way. So you pick one you like, one that is average, and then one that you just like wouldn't touch with a barge pole.
1: Okay. So we're doing like best, best, average. Car. Okay. Who's and going then first?
0: You can go first. Because <sighs> no. this really is like the fate of the band. Like, if you say something stupid, then I'm quitting void.
1: When I was a kid, like, I loved chocolate cereals. Yeah. So I think my top one that I'll always—I don't have cereal anymore—but I think crave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like a crunchy puff of something. And there's hazelnut in there. And it's ha- it's like Nutella.
0: But they do milk chocolate one now as well. No. They do.
1: I'll have to try that. What's your second one? I would say the uh, cocoa pops <laughs> with the with the hippos in it.
0: <laughs> what? What
1: cocoa pops? Cocoa rocks? No, no, no. I, think I had it when I was in America, and it was cocoa pops, and they had like. You know them little chocolate sweets that you get, the hippos. No. Chocolate hippos. But
0: uh, they sound nice though.
1: Oh my! You, you
0: if we ever hit the states, we're coming for you.
1: But okay, Craven. And
0: what's the dead? that's the dead one?
1: Um, I think All Brand, like the <laughs> fruit and <laughs> <All> nut. Brand. <laughs> you know that? Have you not had that? No, the fruit and nut
0: adds a level, but like, yeah, the just fruit fruit All Brand. All, all Brand bran is
1: like I remember All Brand because when you're kid and you go around your grands, she <laughs> you just give it All Brand, <laughs> and and you go in the cupboard and you're like, oh, I'm gonna to get myself some cream i'm gonna get some cocoa pops and you go in and it's just oh brand oh, it's man. like
0: <laughs> that's the same with me but porridge man my favorite cereal right i've got two so i'm yeah. just breaking the rules two god level cereals like lucky charms oh but everybody knows that that's american and also you just pick the charms out but the second <laughs> one is golden nuggets
1: oh they're like like sweet honey caramelized yeah. crunch puff.
0: yep and and my least favourite's probably Wheatabix. Unless no. you have like, loads of sugar on it.
1: No, have you not tried the mini Wheatabix with the chocolate chips Yeah, in but it? that's
0: a different cereal. Like, I'm talking about with a bog standard. Shredded wheat. No, nah, no, nah, I've changed my mind.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Shredded laughs> with that advert with the grands knitting the shreddies. <laughs> no, that's shreddies. <laughs> oh, that's gank. Yeah, that's horrible, man. You know what they look like? They trick you because they look like a nice apple pie.
0: Yeah, but there's nothing in and it. And then it. it's just like. It's just. Yeah.
1: Dead. No, that's. No. Right, and the next
0: part, if you could, what would you tell your 14-year-old self? And then a little totally cowboy emoji this. and a star.
1: OK, you go first.
0: I would tell myself... How old are you when you're 14? What year are you in? I think you're in, like, year 9, year 10. The thing is, I didn't experience any mental health issues until I was later, really? later in my life. Like, I got bullied when I was 14. Maybe I would tell myself not to care what other people think because I don't see any of those people anymore. What about your 14-year-old self? What would you say?
1: I think high school was really hard for me, so... That's when my mental health started. Really? Like, I wasn't even bullied because they were like, oh, you're that cool music kid. But, like, I was never bullied, but it was just kind of like, my school was very pretentious. So there was like, you gotta look this way, you gotta, you know, fit in. And, like, everyone at my school was doing rugby, football, and I was just there going, I make beats.
0: But would you tell yourself now not to to care what they say? Exactly.
1: I would say, I think I've only seen one person from my high school and all of the rest of them are irrelevant. And Exactly,
0: that's the exact word I was going to use. It's irrelevant, isn't it?
1: Like, at the time, in that zone, you're going, oh, my gosh, school is life. These people around me are who I'm going to be with for life. And that's what I don't like about the school system as well, because they put you in with all these people, and you they make you believe that these are the people that you're going to be with for life, because yeah. you're, you're in the same area, you're going to go get the same jobs in the area. You're not. You're going to branch out, and you're going to succeed everywhere else. And mm. I would just say... Don't stress what anyone else thinks, and, okay, in this moment, it sucks. Like, Mm. but you've got to think, I've got to grind, I've got to get through these graves, I've got to put up with petty people, and then I've just got to think, you know what? When I come out, I'm going to be the boss of everything.
0: Yeah, you don't need to worry about it, really. No. It's hard when you're in it, though. I tell myself to get a haircut as well, because my haircut was terrible. My
1: hair was always fresh.
0: Was it? No, my hair was dead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll move move on. (laughs) OK, so we've got another question from Phil. They said, why did you decide on the name Void? Hmm.
0: Easy. Void is just a... I feel for us, we felt like we were just in that place in our life. With yeah. that big hole of nothingness mm. we wanted to fill. And that's yeah. why we decided on that.
1: It was proper That was quick. literally it, wasn't it? It was literally really quick. We decided
0: on the name before we would even started writing music.
1: Yeah, didn't we? It was literally like void. Ah, that's the vibe. Yeah. I mean, and there wasn't really like why did we decide? We decided because it that's what it is.
0: Yeah. Like I don't think there was much thought to it really. Just void is a vast, empty, desolate space. Which we're trying to fill with music, community, yeah. and ah uh, yeah, that in that love. is how we decided on the name, <laughs> in love okay the next question we have is from may they've asked how does being almost completely anonymous impact your creative process if you could sum up everything you've done so far what's one word you could use to describe it all and what's your favorite part about making music
1: that's that's a cool one it hasn't
0: affected it has it but being anonymous
1: i think if anything it's kind of made us more free because you've got no constraints yeah you've got no one going oh but they don't suit that sound you know what i mean and you can kind of be as arty and creative and
0: which is something that is completely disassociated with music like being anonymous shouldn't affect your music no. music is the music you're not the music really it's your yeah. message, and because we are anonymous, it's easier for us to open up about things that have affected us, which yeah. in turn could help others, I suppose.
1: What's well, like, if you go back way in time, hardly anyone had TVs, but they had radios. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Not many people knew who they were listening to. They didn't know what they looked and like. And
0: when was the best music made? Exactly. When there was no telly? Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> because were, yeah. they didn't care.
1: They were just listening to it because they freaking loved that sound. They loved that, that track. They didn't care what they looked like.
0: Yeah, there was. they took the choice and, and look out of it, it was just the music.
1: Mm. And that's how it should always be. But it
0: doesn't affect it.
1: No, 100%.
0: How would you sum everything up we've done so far? You can only use one word though. <sighs> Experience. I think it's been fun.
1: Yeah, what's that word I'm looking for? Journey.
0: Journey. Yeah, definitely.
1: you know, it's it's constantly going to be changing, it's constantly going to be getting better.
0: I think musically, yeah. definitely, if you look back, I think I actually pulled down one of our first songs from YouTube because it was absolutely terrible. Do you remember, yeah, my how it was called. Yeah, but we'll watch people go on YouTube now, to try and find that song. But we deleted it, yeah. But if you look at our our songs we wrote then and now, even just us as people, we've changed lives, man.
1: Yeah, well, and it, it's always going to change because you know, we've got mental health. Yeah, some tracks might be super chilled and there might be a sort of happier side to it, and then there might be ones that are kind of bit darker but that's just because of the journey of life and the journey of void
0: would you say that's your favorite part about making music though just feeling free like you can literally one day write. you want everything to end and then the next day write an optimistic track about just fighting and getting through it you know
1: yeah that's the whole we're kind of filling the void you know what i mean so we're making music for when you feel super low and we're trying to get you up and then we're making music for trying to relate to that downtime where we're going. Mm. No, I can't do this. I can't do this. But then we've got tracks that are helping you out. And then we've got some that are just like, okay, yeah, you're having a down moment. Have a listen to this. You can relate to
0: it.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, we're going to take a break from the questions now. And uh, we're going to play you one of our tracks. Enjoy. is from Void World. That's, that's a dope. That's
0: void, a dope like what you did there. Void World 4. That's you Which uh. means that there's another three of them in the world, surely.
1: Yeah, if it's Void World 4.
0: <laughs> go, go and read the question. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll divert. I'll diverge.
1: They say, what tips do you have for when you have an anxiety attack? I think we've both got the same thing here.
0: Yeah, the senses thing. Yeah. So, if I'm right, this is how I think we both kind of... It helps. So you find one thing that you can see, that you can touch, that you can hear, which you can smell and which you can taste.
1: Yeah, and at that second. Yeah,
0: at that moment, wherever you are. So obviously you could literally just lick your hand. Like, it sounds stupid, but you could literally just do that.
1: Yeah, or even, like, the taste of your breath at that moment. Yeah.
0: I mean, it it draws back to distraction. Yeah. Obviously, distraction is a big help because obviously all of this kind of stuff is your brain talking to you. So to get your brain off that. Mm. distraction helps but anything else Um, I like being outside when I feel anxious I like going for a walk obviously like be safe like when you go for a walk but like going for a walk I know you can't always guarantee it but I like being in the rain like rain really helps me
1: that's weird because I like the Sun
0: do you I hate the Sun it makes me feel more confined don't like it
1: that's just that's that's cool personal preference isn't it
0: yeah
1: what else though like um, what tips do you have I would say for an anxiety attack, obviously, you don't know when they're coming, but if you can, you know, you've got the hint, OK, one's about to blow, <laughs> like, you just got to try and take your stuff that you've learnt that helps, like, just distract. Yeah. Anything. It could be go and play on your PlayStation, uh, go eat your favourite sweet or... Breathing's important. Yeah, slowing down your breathing.
0: Because, obviously, your breathing affects your heart rate and your blood pressure and all that kind of stuff yeah just slowing your breathing down helps
1: focus on your breathing that helps mm. well not too much because you might be like i'm breathing too fast but yeah yeah
0: i think it's just personal preference and finding out what helps you personally and all you can really do is just try different things until you find what works I
1: yeah uh, we've got another question from h uh when you're in a bad space mentally what do you do to help Good question.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a very personal question, like in the sense that everybody has their, their own, own way of kind of dealing with it. I, um, when I get really bad anxiety or when I feel really, really bad, I find like, it was someone I used to be friends with who said this to me, which I didn't really take seriously at the time, but now I think back on what he said, it is very, mm. very relevant. Yeah. It, it might not be the best way to do it, but he said distraction. He said, find something you can see, concentrate on it. fixate on it try and just let your whole self think about that thing which is what i try and do like i always try and just draw my attention away from what i'm feeling which might not be the best thing to do but for
1: that moment it helps me survive well yeah because you're in that bad space and you need that distraction Mm. 100 percent. i would say for me it's the same as you like when i'm in such a bad space well when you're a really bad space you cannot think Mm. So, like, I would say this bad space is kind of like when you feel like you're just about on the edge of going really, really low, Mm -hmm. but you can take back control a little bit. So, like, you're almost on the low-low, but you're you're just getting there. (laughs) On a (laughs) low-low. Yeah. But I think if you can recognise that, okay, my mood is, you know, getting worse, getting worse, then this is just through therapy. Like, you learn techniques... And I think therapy is a great thing.
0: Is it CB, CBT? You CBT, uh, and then you have, Did that help you?
1: Yeah, for me, but I, it's had, not one, for everyone.
0: I had one session, and it's helped me, like every time I've ever had yeah. I, my main thing is like really bad intrusive thoughts yeah. and it's always about people I love and that's what yeah. they teach you it's like the reason it targets those people is because you love them so much like yeah. with all of yourself that your brain will target those things and the thing it's they taught so you is cool. to map your thoughts isn't it Yeah, and it helps it. so much like literally yeah. if I do that I can bring myself out of something yeah. like pretty quickly just like why do you think your brain is making you feel this like is this you, feeling true it's like a no. back,
1: you got to backtrack to find yeah. out what triggered it Exactly. That really helps.
0: And even just a simple question is, do you believe in this thought? No. Yeah. So why are you getting caught up on it? Yeah. The fact that I have, like, mild OCD doesn't help either because you get a thought and it rattles around my head constantly. Yeah, and that's what you For hours and hours and hours. And that is literally will not leave my mind. Yeah. And that's when I just think about, like, that's it, like.
1: I think, yeah, CBT helped a hell of a lot. And for some people, I've heard it doesn't, but for Mm. me and obviously for you, then it's like, it's great. And there was one technique which, you know, it's not gonna help for everyone, but for me, it's the physical touch stuff, which is you just set yourself, like, if you're laying in bed or if you're you're standing up, trying to sit down and just... It helps you ground yourself, doesn't it? Yeah, and you just take your index finger and you just... I do one just under my eye on the cheek, Mm. I do, I think it's about eight taps, yeah, really? one, two, three, four, eight. Then I try and just put my hand over my chest and tap myself eight times and then on my leg. And I just keep repeating it until I'm focusing on the touch because mm. that's a physical sensation yeah, rather yeah. than a mental
0: there's one similar to that that I heard when you like clench your hands for like ten seconds and yeah. you let go, and then you, you clench it. your arms for a second, and then you you like tense your legs and your feet, yeah. and then you like tense your whole body, and then yeah. you feel that release. Yeah, and,
1: and it's a physical mm. distraction.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It takes yeah. your thoughts away from yeah. that feeling, and it helps. One hundred percent. So you so you've you've been to CBT sessions.
1: CBT, uh, and I've been to some other. There was this private guy who was really cool. He's the guy that taught me the physical stuff, mm. and you know stuff like that really helped. Physical distraction really helped for me because you're you're feeling that rather mm. than thinking that.
0: Even silly things like I mean I sometimes if I'm feeling crap that I'll go play my PlayStation. Yeah. Again, distraction. Kind. Or like if I feel like there's times where I get really worked myself up loads and I feel like I'm sweating. <laughs> Even just like splashing my face with cold water
1: it helps whatever you think that might help as the first thought that comes to your head that will probably help yeah i would say there you are That's wicked. hopefully that helps so we've got a tweet from sam could
0: you talk about insomnia and avoiding bed because of it mm. do you suffer from insomnia
1: when i'm really low not all the time i think i'm in a good place and i'm but when i'm at my lowest i think i remember clearly i would avoid my bed i would stay really? up and I would just watch Netflix or just stay up watching movies and I'd do anything to go to bed. I would even sometimes I'd even go for a drive at like four a.m. Mm, I
0: remember okay. you saying you used to do that, that kind of stuff. Like driving yeah. around. That's I, I literally helps, just lie in bed.
1: Nah, I, I used to be so I'm scared terrible. of it.
0: Really? What, of your bed? Or just I'll like just, not being I'll able to go to sleep? Not
1: being able to go to sleep and then I'll be stressing and getting more worried that I'm going to be so tired, but I can't sleep, I don't want to sleep.
0: You work your own self into literally
1: annoying yourself.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you go to bed, you think you're tired, and you just lie there for hours. Yeah. I don't think technology helps. Technology doesn't, no. doesn't help.
1: Try and get off your phone early evening.
0: I will sit I will sit there in bed until, like, four in the morning. Yeah. Just, just, like, tweeting people who have tweeted or like just sitting there like on YouTube or just on my phone just in general or watching the telly that does not help
1: no nah, screen time is it really a doesn't help big factor into I always find people. it makes
0: me more upset I see something mm. and I'm like oh man yeah you know I think insomnia is so hard and, and again it's a personal thing when when we talk about all of this stuff to do with mental health it's very personal to you
1: and it's individual
0: it's very individualistic for me insomnia like I can listen to some nice music and that can sometimes do the job sometimes it doesn't
1: when I have my downtimes and I have my my insomnia, I don't know what helps me. Right, I haven't found it. To Do you go, go to in. the gym? Yeah, all all the time.
0: To try and like tie yourself
1: out. I used to go if I couldn't see, that would be my last resort. But then, mm. cause I've been to the gym,
0: you wake yourself up again. You
1: know? Yeah, because you're adrenaline. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. But again, like I think you just need to find your own thing. You can listen to music. You can have a nice bath before bed. Maybe read a book. They say reading books help. Yeah. Cause it like naturally tires your eyes out. And con- it's not a con- screen. Count.
1: Don't read a book on the screen.
0: <laughs> Anything with a screen, just I would probably recommend to try and avoid. Even little things like your diet. Like I'm the worst person to talk because I love food and I love sugar and all that kind of stuff. But maybe like just maybe just try and watch what caffeine you take after like six o'clock, seven o'clock. Because mm-hmm. caffeine That's is so. in everything. Like even tea, caffeine's yeah. in tea. Like you just maybe be careful about what you eat before you go to bed, what you drink.
1: Hot water. Uh, you can have like I know it sounds really weird, but boil a kettle, put it in the mug, and just hot water. Just hot water. Obviously, don't drink it straight away. Well, have
0: you ever but, tried Horlicks? No,
1: nah, I don't like that. But hot water is because it's warm but it's got nothing in it, but it just feels nice. You, you feel yourself getting warm and cozy. Comforting, yeah, yeah. it's comforting. That's, that's, a, that's actually a good shout, but yeah. So Sam, just know that you're definitely not alone with insomnia, because-
0: A lot of people yeah. suffer with the same thing. So don't you worry. So there's a question here from KY. Uh, the question is, all my school's money goes to their football and nothing goes towards mental health despite there being a club for mental health they still don't do anything to support people how does that make you feel any suggestions let's just start off by saying that we're not the school council so no. we have no power in um,
1: we can't change anything in the
0: uh, the money for your school
1: but all I would say is you're not alone it's not just your school it's the whole NHS the whole school they're all running low on mental health resources and trying to help like
0: I, I don't know what school you got is your football team good like are they putting a lot of money into it because of that or are they just neglecting the mental health side to the school? I feel like at my school, did I even have a school nurse? I don't even know if I had a school nurse.
1: I had a school nurse.
0: You did? And, and if you went to them with, like, uh, I feel...
1: No, they would not be ready for that. I feel like the issue is, is that because it's a mental
0: health issue... Yeah. There's no proof. The same thing again. There's no proof. Like, yeah, people just kind of say because you're so young. Oh, it's okay. Just go back to class. Yeah. Yeah. If you rocked up with like your arm hanging out of your shoulder.
1: Yeah. They care. Yeah. Hundred percent.
0: When people only really want to feel like someone cares, like a little bit, you know. Yeah. But like, when you're that young and you go to someone and say like you've you've got an issue, you just want someone to acknowledge it. Yeah. You know it doesn't mean? matter
1: if they say it'll get better. You just want to feel someone's listened to me. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and I don't think there's anything you can really do, Kai. Like, maybe the powers in the people at the end of the day, maybe get some people together and start do do things diplomatically, do a, like a petition or something, I do a petition. A, or, yeah, a petition. Don't
1: know. or maybe try and approach the school, maybe ask for a, a meeting with someone.
0: Maybe they don't even know that, that that is a problem.
1: Yeah, maybe they might not know.
0: You can draw their attention to it, you can make it a thing. If, if yeah. you If you talk to like-minded people you can go and you can maybe do something about it, you never know. But what? But I think what we need to do as a whole in the UK, from the top down, so from the government and, and the leading figures in, in the country, is to start normalising it.
1: Yeah, there should be, in every education school system, even at primary school, I know it's, yeah. it's young, but you should have some sort of a figure in that environment that you can go to and talk about your feelings. Mm. Whether you're having a good day or a bad day. You know, you should have a registered time slot where you know that you're going there to be heard, you know.
0: But it's annoying though, isn't it? Like that's yeah. how I feel.
1: Oh, 100 it's... But but also tired of it because it's yeah. it's like just a recurring thing. And it, it's it's also how long and how many more people has how to more... get mental health before they go? Oh, actually, no. We should put something in these schools. And I was literally about to say, how many more
0: people like need to die before exactly. they, before they wake up and go? And they oh, go. Oh, we, we should, need to so. actually like concentrate on this now. Yeah. Because it's an issue.
1: It might get worse. It might get better. You never know.
0: know. Hopefully it gets better. Hopefully funding and support, like they they can offer more help at schools. Yeah. Because it's sad. So before we move on, we just want to say a quick thank you to everybody who has been open and have sent in questions for us to answer and to address. Um, It takes a lot to send those things in. So I just want to thank you. And hopefully we've helped in some sort of way, whether that be shed some light on some things or even just give our own personal opinion. The next questions we have have been sent in anonymously through DMs. So the first one is, I find it hard to begin to explain my anxiety to people for fear for being judged to be weak or inadequate. Do you also find this hard to do? 100%. 100%. It's... You know what, I've got to the point now where I don't care. I will just tell people now because it just saves issues. But, but At least they yeah. know then.
1: But I can understand like what this person said, so because everyone's at their own different journey on their anxiety or mental yeah, health. So 100%. if they're feeling right now that it makes them worry to actually tell someone that they've got it, mm. because we've all had that feeling. But that's what we're I was saying. I feel like now, yeah,
0: like I'm at that stage yeah. where like, I just will say it, yeah. like, like obviously you go through the stages where you just want to keep it to yourself. You don't want to tell anybody or you tell yeah. one or two people that you're close to.
1: And I think the next stage after not telling anyone is this stage where you're thinking about telling people but mm. you're scared the hell out of telling them.
0: I'll I'll even say it now, if if I know one of my mates is going through something, I will say, just say to them yeah, that so I suffer relate. too. So they relate and you never know that could um kick start something in their head which makes them feel okay to open up about their issues. Yeah. Just that openness yeah. to a relationship, you never know when or how it could help them. Yeah. And then that could be a snowball effect. They then go to someone and they feel open about their problems. Yeah. And and that way, we start to normalise it, you know? 100%. So there's no shame. There shouldn't be shame in it. No. There shouldn't be shame in it. And I it shows think, yeah. great
1: strength. That you've told them.
0: Exactly. It's admirable that you've yeah.
1: you've actually been open with someone and you've been honest. If that is the case, you know, it comes about in a the conversation, then that would be the best way to do it. But I think if you're really, really low and you're, you're like, I need to talk to someone, I wouldn't be scared about it. Mm. Like, OK, you're going to be scared now. Because you're like this might be the first person that you've told, but maybe approach the most easy approachable person that you know mm. and be like, "Can I just have a chat?" even if it's someone
0: like you don't know well yeah. you 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 know, but like you don't know them personally, you know that they're they're going through something
1: you know what might yeah. work this is just coming okay, you shouldn't speak to strangers, but because you're never gonna see that person again, mm. you could just try it as an experiment and just go. Hey, can I just get something off my chest? Mm. I suffer with anxiety. You know what? But that should actually work. You know, you should actually get a group of people going around and just going, getting things off their chest. Sorry, can I stop you for a second? I suffer from anxiety.
0: In an ideal world, that would be great. Yeah, that would. I think that is one of the main reasons why we create a void. Yeah. We're, we're anonymous and people message us and it help, yeah. it helps. So maybe that is the thing, you know? As you grow up as a person, as you accept your own mental health issues, I think for someone to turn around and to not believe it or not feel openly about it, I think it shows a level of immaturity and naivety. Yeah, you know? and I
1: would say there's not many people that would turn around and laugh. Most people would go you know what, I'm here for you, you've got this, we'll, we'll get sure. through it. Even if
0: they feel like there's a shred of doubt that it's just like an attention thing, which yeah.
1: is the sad kind of
0: journey in someone's mind that they could even go, ah, oh, they're yeah. just doing this for attention.
1: But yeah. they're still going to help you even if they yeah. do feel that.
0: But I think it's maturity that helps you. Like in myself, I would have always offered myself to my friends, but I feel like at this point in my life, I would more so because yeah. of what I've been through. And yeah. I think that just takes, exper- like not even just experience, Life experience, maturity, and just that understanding of people, you know? Yeah. Because you know the smallest thing can literally just... Set you off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is from Anonymous. Do you think that bad things in the news has an effect on anxiety or depression? Intolerance shown by people or even entire countries, etc., seems to trigger me. I think I it has an adverse effect on, on, on your anxiety and depression.
1: Because the world is what you're living in.
0: How would it not? Imagine if you're like a 12, 13-year-old kid and you look on the news and you just see people blowing each other up.
1: I think that's enough to scar people.
0: Well, literally, yeah.
1: Because, you know, it's mega stuff.
0: You'd be nervous about going outside.
1: When I was a kid, I think it was about when the, the first Brixton riots happened. And I, I think I was at high school and I came home and I saw all this crazy craziness going on on, on the news. Hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And this was probably when my mental health started and I was, like, freaking out about everything. But still, I saw all this on the news and because quite close to London, you know, I could hear the riots going on, I could hear things and the news was saying, you know, it's out of control. It's out. Yeah. Your, your head's going to go, hang on it's a minute, a, I am a, unsafe. And I felt that.
0: It's a trigger, isn't it? Yeah. It's literally what it is. They're
1: saying, it's out of control. That's a trigger to your mind to go, right, I am now unsafe. I mm. now feel petrified. It 100% can affect your mental health. Even just, and the thing is, it's so accessible now by kids.
0: Yeah. I see kids sometimes that are so young that they have phones and iPads yeah. and they can quite easily click onto some of these things and just see.
1: All it is is a link to a, a, news, a news report and then they can read it and go, oh, my days. Exactly. It's scary.
0: And it must affect so many people. Yeah. I
1: would think, I feel like this is some advice. Okay, you've seen the news, you know what's going on. You know, it sucks. I think a way of coping with seeing that is, you know, feel your feelings and go, right, I'm scared, blah, blah, blah. But then once you've settled down, just go, right, okay, where am I right now? I'm in my home or, you know, I'm walking. Ooh. I'm at home, I'm safe right now in this present moment and for the next couple of, you know, couple of days, couple of weeks or whatever, right now, I am safe. I've got four walls around me. I'm clothed, I'm warm, I'm healthy, I'm breathing. You know, I'm not in that area where that trauma is going on or I'm not being beaten up or I'm not being judged Mm. by protests and stuff. You know, right now you're safe. You just got to try and think, you know what? I might distance myself from the media for a while and just focus on right now, because right now you're fine. Yeah. I think that's one way of dealing with it. Just disassociate yourself from the media and go, I'm good right now.
0: I agree man, that's that's good advice. Yeah. Thank you so much for all your questions and for your honesty. It's been really interesting for us to sit, digest it and comment on what you've said. We hope we've helped in some sort of way and um, we look forward to hearing a lot more of your questions next week.
1: Please keep them coming in for our next podcast. And, uh, yeah, we hope that we've helped and maybe we've inspired a couple more questions to come out of you.
0: Don't forget, guys, that this is a safe space, so anything you want to ask or want to know, please send your questions through using the hashtag VoidFeels. But for now, until next time, thank you so much. Keep strong. We love you. Void. We just wanted to say that no matter how alone you feel, we have an active and supportive community on our social media pages. Our Instagram, Twitter, and Discord have active community members, maybe who are fighting the same fight or are there just to create lasting bonds and support networks. Please do not give up. We have faith in you. Keep pushing, keep living. You aren't alone. The Void Fills podcast is a Zakuti production in association with Pod People Productions.